0: Welcome to the Channel Junkies Podcast. Channel Junkies Podcast. Where we will discuss all the top tips and strategies to grow a massive real estate YouTube channel that will get you millions of dollars of free leads each and every month. Stop cold calling, door knocking, and paying for leads and watch your business grow 10x with YouTube. We cover everything from starting a channel, optimizing it to be a lead machine, and exactly what videos dominate in rankings so you can get more views, subscribers, and ultimately more home sales. It's
1: drastically changed my life.
0: Here's your industry-leading YouTube realtor, Jackson Wilkie. Jackson Wilkie.
1: Hey, oh, happy 2022, y'all. It's a new big year. A lot of things changing, growing, scaling, and hopefully you are too with this beautiful platform that we're on today. YouTube just got to kind of reflect back on what an incredible year 2021 was. I traveled the country and the coolest part was I got to take my family with me to see all those great places. But with that, started a lot of YouTube channels, got my ass kicked a lot, had a lot of wins. Um, And I truly feel, you know, when it comes down to building a successful real estate business and attracting clients through video and content marketing, I'm pretty damn good at it. And my most favorite thing and what my goals for 2022 is, is, um, you know, moving forward, just spewing all that information out. You know, I've given it all away for free for the past few years, hundreds and hundreds of videos, uh, and that's not going to stop this. I found out is one of my true passions in life is teaching this, you know, and helping thousands of agents, you know, just change their life, not just their business. You know, the thanks that I get from certain, some people, you know, is just what makes it all worthwhile. So I will be continuing down this path of of, you know, making sure I'm available for you guys and getting lots of great videos and content out for you. So with that being said, if you truly want to learn how to grow a real estate YouTube channel. I teach it all on this channel a 1000% free. So make sure you do tap that subscribe button, click the bell so you're notified every time I do a new video. And this is when I go live every Wednesday, 1pm Central Standard Time. So that's 11 Pacific, that's 2 Eastern. I hop on here, we answer questions, we get super in depth. If you ever miss any of these, and you want to hear them, uh, you can go to our podcast, you know, apple itunes spotify whatever and you can find us on there um and and listen to these there's some super in-depth great questions and you know while you're driving passing time you'll get some youtube knowledge dropped on you so with that being said um i got a bunch of you out in the audience right now and only one like so i need you guys to smash that like button right now let's get some people in here and this is your time to ask me anything that you have uh, regarding content marketing, videos, shooting equipment, editing. I don't care what it is. I have done it. I have failed and figured it out so I can make things easy on you. So I will be here for as long as you guys need. But if there's no questions, you know me, I'm very busy. I will bounce. So make sure that you guys stack me up with everything you got. So 2022, uh, the pro tips going forward, what I'm truly 100% focusing on delegation. Uh, I'm going to be, basically hands off that's the what i've learned you know after doing thousands of videos and all these channels is that you you kind of go through these roller coasters ups and downs and i'm not just talking about the calls the emails the reach outs that happens too but just the the creative mind space just the mental block the oh my god i got to get another video out what do i even talk about you know once i learn to start delegating a lot of stuff off um it really opens your mind up to just getting videos out so you know, we're, I'm basically, except for turning on the camera, have everything done for me. And I know some of you are just starting out budgets don't allow that. And I was thinking about that. I was actually walking today to the gym and back and and it hit me as I'm entering into this like short-term rental market, buying short-term rentals. And, you know, you, you want all these answers of like, where's the best money? And, And you want all this, you know, like ahead of the, the game kind of questions, but it's really just like, you especially in, in competitive markets with a lot of you know short term rentals you just got to be better you just got to get dirty you got to go in and do these things and so it's kind of like you know that's the advice i need to give these real estate agents you know as you see other competitors in your market and you see you know people doing this stuff it's like just get competitive kick their ass that's the one thing you should be telling yourself is just all right there's other people doing it great when I signed up as a real estate agent, you know, went through real estate class, there was 100,000 realtors in my market already or 10,000 realtors. And that didn't stop me. So I, I you know, that that's what we have to just tell ourselves is, hey, there's other people doing it. Great. They're going to get business. I'm going to get business, but I'm going to kick their ass. And that's the way that I looked at, you know, any of these markets that I traveled to and shot videos. I would look at, you know, hey, there's there are a couple other channels. Hey, half these people are my students, but all right. I'm just gonna kick their ass. I'm just gonna be better. I'm just gonna get super consistent. And some of those markets took six months, but I just never stopped. I just pushed, 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 pushed. And I think that's you know gonna be the, the big pro tip going forward is getting back to just consistency, delegating everything, getting it off my plate, and just getting lots of fresh videos out there so that we can close a lot more homes this year. I think we did almost 200 home sales in 2021. Um, just that year, just last year alone, for about 90 million dollars is the numbers that I'm getting. So, pretty crazy, pretty crazy numbers there. All free from YouTube. I can't believe it. So again, I like to kind of give you guys a little bit of motivation tips in the middle, but this is your time. So I don't care what your questions are, how beginning you are, how you know veteran status, whatever your questions are about anything, let's let's get to them. So with that being said, I got it. There we go. That's my like. There we go. Smash the like button, guys. Let's go. So where apart from Facebook is a good place to share your content. So that's the number one thing that I teach is it's absolutely terrible to share your content. The last thing that you want to do is take your YouTube videos and share them on all their social media platforms. Every platform has its audience. Every platform has its style of video. And when you start, you know, sharing YouTube videos onto Facebook and Instagram, which I know YouTube tells you to do it, but Yeah, what's its goal? To rip the people off of Facebook and get them onto YouTube and probably not even watch your video, just feed them other videos. So I found that that negatively hurts all of my channels. It hurts my click through rates, my average view durations. And so now, whenever I start a new channel, I never, ever, 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 ever share it. And I make sure anybody that's on the channel that they don't share it. And that takes a little bit of time to grow. But once the algorithms kick in and it starts finding people, you know, who've searched it and found it, then it starts recommending my videos to people just like them. And that's when my channel explodes. So the number one thing you're doing right now is, uh, you know, using Facebook, you need to stop doing that and just grow organically. Stop sharing your YouTube videos out there. All right. So what microphone do you recommend for the GoPro Hero 8 Black? Let me get it real quick. So basically for any GoPro, for any uh, cell phone, whatever kind of camera you're using, uh, I know the podcasters, you're not able to see this right now, but you, you know, you guys on the, uh, on the screen here on the YouTube can see it. This right here is a Rode Video Micro, R-O-D-E. You can kind of see it on the side there. They have, you know, the Rode Video Micro, I want to say a hundred something bucks. If you're using a GoPro, then you have to have the GoPro attachment. So it's going to hook into the side of your GoPro and then the microphone hooks into that. And you have to have that. And I know that attachment on GoPro is about 50-60 bucks. My entire vlog setup is down in the description below. So you can just click and buy this stuff. But there is another brand that looks just like the Rode Video Micro that's on Amazon that I know people are using. There's also the media mod kit I know people are having success with, but I have found that this Rode Video Micro. This is the OG of OG when I invented the real estate YouTube vlog with a GoPro before vlogging was cool and had to Frankenstein a whole case together. This is the same microphone. I've used it in you know winter weather, summer weather, cars, boats you know I've been around the world with it and it's just amazing it works. in fact, I even used used to use this in studio a ton. I would, you know, have the ring light and my GoPro hooked up. And then I would just put this microphone, you know, kind of out of the scene and, and use this microphone. It's amazing, amazing quality. So I recommend the Rode, the Rode Video Micro with the GoPro microphone attachment. And it works amazing. Great questions. You guys stack me up. I don't care what your questions are. I'll be here for as long as you guys need. So living in St. Louis. Good to see you, Jackson. What's up, my man? Eric says, I am in MPLS, Minnesota. I think that's Minneapolis. I am thinking of calling it something like living in Minneapolis, but I do not want to focus on Minneapolis, but the suburbs only. Would you still call it living in Minneapolis as an example? Yes, so let me talk about this for a little bit because that brings up a good question, and I get this a lot. And so sometimes people reach out, Jackson, it's just not working. You know, I'm not getting any business from this. And I look at their channel, And they're focusing on these like micro sub cities, uh, uh, you know, around the area. And I'm like, it's just not a a driver, right? So yes, you need to have living in Minneapolis and you need to have about 80% of your content about Minneapolis, because even though I've traveled the world and I have a best friend who lives in Minneapolis, I can't name one city outside of it. So if I get a job relocation or if I want to move up that way, I'm going to search living in Minneapolis, best suburbs of Minneapolis, where to live in Minneapolis because I just don't know. And that's the one thing that people get held up on is they want like this one little sub-city market of Minneapolis or Houston or whatever. And you'll get business from that, but it's going to be a lot slower. You're going to get frustrated and you're not going to have really much channel growth. So what you need to do is focus on the main driver, the main city, and then from there is where you help your viewers find those sub cities that you're talking about those sub markets when you do a top five suburb or top seven suburbs or you know you do map videos explaining you know minneapolis and all of the suburbs right that's you need to help people rule out a bunch of these city suburbs right and so the the driver is going to be minneapolis and then from there you've got to you know 20 percent of your videos will be covering those those suburbs those cities around there and owning those keywords too so I just want to make sure you guys get the best bang for your buck. If it's an area that you don't work, great. That's what we do too. And you just refer that stuff off like crazy. So uh, you might as well be getting more business referring it out. And that's actually what we, you know, help the majority of our agents, especially the ones that partner with us at EXP is just, you know, scaling, growing these things, building, you know, a channel in one market and, and, really stepping out of production, scaling, growing that, getting consistent on content and referring those deals out so that more deals can get closed, your pipeline gets full um, and all the referrals start picking up as well. So if you are ever interested in partnering with us, getting our playbook and, and coaching from me and our courses for free, shoot me an email Jackson at com, to learn more about that. But yeah, you're going to want to focus on Minneapolis. I realize I never put this on there and I should, there's my email. If you guys ever want to, you know, at least you'll know about the partnership. It may not be a fit for you, but you know, at least you'll know. So you can shoot me an email. All right. So Andrew asks, do you set up a call with every single reach out or what is your process after someone texts or emails to make sure you don't waste time on a call with them? Yes, Andrew, that's a great question. And again, something that we really strive to work on with our partner agents, but um, you're going to get out of the gate, you know, some reach out, some phone calls and you're going to be jacked up. Oh my, I'll never forget the first YouTube lead call I got. Uh, I was driving down the road and guess what? I was going to another house to show this Zillow client a house who had tire kicked me for six months dude and it was just brutal we never got along that's leads you know it's just crap so here comes this freaking youtube lead and they're from canada and they're like oh my gosh it's actually you we're talking to a celebrity and i just i pulled over in my truck i'm like you've got to be kidding me so out of the gate i would pick up the phone and talk for like an hour and a half like like we were best friends you know And that's the kind of clients that you get through YouTube, which is amazing. But I wasn't getting any of the information out that I needed pre-approved when you come and all that kind of stuff. So the process now, you know, at the beginning, you're going to take every call and really feel them out. Once you start getting hundreds, if not thousands of reach outs when this thing grows. Yeah, you've really got to vet these people because not only, you know, are they reaching out maybe on nights or weekends when you're showing Eight clients' properties that weekend. You don't have the time, and you know they just want to rent. We really vet these people. So the number one thing that we are doing, no matter how they reach out, whether it's a phone call, a text, or an email, or I get direct messages uh, on Instagram, I get Facebook messages, I get uh, LinkedIn messages, I get emails on like my high school email. They reach out to you. Trust me. I screenshot that. I send it right over to whoever the team lead is in the area that they want. And the number one thing we're doing is getting them to a Zoom call if they are a buyer. So what we're going to do is vet these people and say, hey, that's amazing. I'm glad you love the videos. Are you looking to rent or buy a house in Portland, Oregon? They're like, oh, we just want to rent. We got a budget of $800. Okay, perfect. Unfortunately, we do not work with rentals because in our market, they're not posted on the RMLS. So you're going to have to use platforms like hotpads.com or rent.com to find your place. And they say, okay, thanks for your time. Done. Or they say, yes, we're we're looking to buy. Or hey, we're not quite sure. You know, we may rent for a little bit to figure out the area, but we definitely want to buy in the future. Okay, great. We want to make sure that we, you know, take care of this, get all the information needed. So go ahead and use the link below and schedule a time with us so that we can jump on a Zoom call and get you all figured out. And then they're like, Oh my gosh, thanks so much. And then they go on there. And they click that link and they schedule their Zoom call. So now we know that everybody, you know, scheduling that Zoom call has already been vetted. We know that they're, you know, looking to buy at some point. And uh, the funny thing is, even when people say that, like, oh, we may rent for a little bit, by the time they talk to us and learn how expensive rentals are, how near and far that you can even find a rental, they usually typically end up buying anyway. So, Yeah. You're going to want to just kind of vet those people right out of the gate and see if they're buying, if they're, if they're rent and they're cheap, just, you know, sorry, we don't work with that. And they're always cool. There's like, okay, sounds good. And then that's the way that you don't save or waste your time. And then the other super secret tip, this is how we're, we're able to scale people, you know, especially when they partner with us is getting their business and just dedicate a day, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays are just your zoom days. So block out every other day on your calendar, on that calendar link, And just make Tuesdays and Thursdays or or just Wednesdays or just Fridays your Zoom days. That way you can dedicate one day instead of like, oh, I got a Zoom call at eleven this day and two that day and nine a.m. that day. And you know, it'll it'll help to organize you. So great question, guys. This is the kind of stuff that, you know, we can help you with. I don't care what your questions are about YouTube for real estate, closing clients, content marketing, equipment, editing, videos, YouTube title, whatever it is, we've done it. We've done it a lot. Um, and and we're here to help you guys too. So, um, make sure you guys are asking me everything. There is a uh, free Facebook group too, channel junkies, YouTube for real estate, go to Facebook. There's lots and lots of um, agents in there. You can ask those questions and get them. Um, and there's a lot of referrals in there too. So just make sure you're a part of that group. All right. So I was watching your video about shrinking the video file size to upload the video into Google drive. I am using a windows laptop. Did you say through one of the live stream services? Okay, so when it comes to shrinking video files, what happened was whenever you use like the chip out of a camera, every eight minutes is like, or every, yeah, every eight minutes is four gigabytes. So I mean, you have these massive, massive video files. And so what I use for Mac is called Handbrake. You guys can go to my channel and look at this. I teach you how, but I shrink all those video files so that I can upload those to Google Drive way quicker, right? And then when you have a full edited vlog or you know video or vlog from your editor, sometimes those are 30 gigabytes long. So it takes like three hours to upload to, to YouTube. So I shrink all my video files. Now, if you're Windows PC, I don't know if handbrake works for Windows PC. You're just gonna have to Google it, how to shrink a video file on PC. But yeah, what I actually do now is because all those video files are so big, is that I have this canon camera that I'm looking into right now hooked up as a web camera. So I am recording all my videos on this platform. So as you can see down here in my little screen, if you're on YouTube, I can see myself. And so what I do is I just record myself on Ecamm instead of going live. And then that video, whether it's 20, 30 minutes long, whatever, is just a couple hundred megabytes. So it's so much smaller. I can drag that up into Google Drive and it's uploaded in just minutes instead of hours. So I love to turn my cameras into a web camera and use a platform like Streamlabs for PC or Ecamm for Mac and just have those easy record. And then that's how I delegate. Now I just drag it up, I title it and boom, it's off to the editor and I don't even have to worry about it. So that's what I do for my video files. Good question. All right, so adding captions to videos. Do you do this or do you recommend it? Does it help with rankings at all? So when it comes to captions, the beautiful thing is YouTube does it for you. In fact, uh, the data that comes out says that the captions on all YouTube videos are about 75% accurate. But I found on mine, since they're all like talking head style, they're basically perfectly intact. They're basically perfectly... What am I trying to say here? They're basically perfect. I don't have to make any uh, changes to it. And people always say, oh, there's an area to upload your own captions. You don't need to. YouTube does it for you. YouTube is transcribing your video. And this goes so much deeper than just captions, right? Because when YouTube transcribes your video, it's looking for keywords. So I'm going to mention my keywords in my videos a ton. That's what helps me rank. So uploading additional captions is going to be a huge waste of time. They already do it for you. What you can do is go into your, go to that video, go into settings and edit it, and you'll see your captions. And if they're ever mis- mistyped or anything, you can change them. But the trick is if you go in and just edit a couple of them, that actually is viewed as custom captions and supposed to help you a little bit. But I've never not been able to rank a video because I don't have like edited captions. And all the ones that I've seen are typically, you know, good, uh, good to go. So the again, this is all platform based. What are they saying? Instagram and, and TikTok? Like, you know, oh, you got to have captions. 70% of the people listen with no sound on. That's because they're on the crapper or they're at their son's basketball game. Instead of paying attention to their kids, they're watching TikTok. That's why you don't get business from those platforms, but they don't want to be rude and have this loud sound, so they need captions. But when you go to a search engine, go to YouTube, it's like 3% of my videos are, are actually watched on captions. That means everybody's listening to it. That's the beauty of this platform is when people have a purchase decision, a major buying decision, they go to a search engine and they watch and they listen because they're obsessing about it. So don't worry about the captions. It's a huge waste of time and YouTube already does it for you. All right. So if I'm growing out of production and taking 35% of the commission on leads and doing none of the work or follow up for them, is that what you guys aim for or do you go for a higher percentage? So for the most part, whenever I was teaming up with agents, it's it's 50-50. I'm not going to touch any of your business. Uh, any second lead that comes out, let's say, you know, John Smith calls me and, or calls the, the Houston, Texas channel and Joe closes John Smith. And then John Smith, you know, refers a friend, then that's a hundred percent to the agent. We only want the first inbound YouTube lead and we do 50, 50 on that. So that's just the, the price, you know, that that we charge, then we, we do drop that down to just, you know, 30% to me and Jesse. So even at 50%, I'm only getting 25, Jesse's getting 25. So when you're by yourself, yeah, I mean, if you want to sweeten the deal a little bit, but it's a lot of freaking work to do this YouTube stuff. And it's, you know, when these agents get a YouTube client compared to any other lead, even a referral is not as good as a YouTube client that they'll, they'll see the value in that 50% and it builds a massive sphere. So everybody looks at like today and, Oh, you're going to take 50%. It's like, dude, I'm building you this huge sphere that in two years, you're going to have hundreds of freaking clients, you know, that, love you, that worship you. So yeah, we, we always shoot for 50%. All right. So living in Dallas says, do you recommend adding a link for your real estate website on your channel? So there's really no need for it. Again, in the real estate world, we have been taught, trained and beat over the head that we need squeeze pages, landing pages, all of our links and everything. This is what I did when I started YouTube because all the marketing gurus and realtors said, that's what you have to have. But What are you doing when you're putting a bunch of links on YouTube and making people click off? You're making people click off YouTube and YouTube doesn't like that. So they're going to hurt you. When I did this at the beginning, I had my description stuffed full with email addresses and squeeze pages and landing pages because I always thought I had to convert everybody. It was when people really started reaching out saying, oh, my God, I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity that I knew I didn't need any of that stuff on there anymore. So I didn't want to hurt my channel. I didn't want people leaving I want people on my YouTube channel watching me for as long as possible. That's when they reach out because they know me, like me, trust me. So there's really no reason for it. Um, if you want to put it in your description of like, hey, I have a lot of, you know, local blogs and and, you know, content about, you know, Dallas, Texas as well on my website, then maybe you have that blog link in there. But just like squeeze page, landing page type of stuff, there's no need for it. The calls to action are so thick in the videos that I teach that they're basically just going to call, text, or email you. Um, And that's really when you know these people are serious too. As you really scale and grow, you don't want a bunch of just kind of riffraff out there. You want the people that want to work with you. And trust me, I've been reached out in every way, shape, or form. So there's really no reason to put a bunch of other links and stuff in there when the whole message is is to call me, text me, email me so that we can get you closed up. So that's just my take on it. These are awesome questions, guys. I really appreciate everybody out there. If you guys hit, hit that like button, we'll get more people in here. I got about two more questions, it looks like. I'll answer as many as you need. So whatever you have question-wise, stack me up. I'll be here for as long as you need. If not, uh, I will go. I do want to tell you, you know, if you're ever interested in you know, partnering with us, I just got off our call today. Uh, we had about forty different realtors in there. They partnered with us at EXP. That's where I'm actually opening up my playbook, showing them how to o- organize all of their videos content, get it off to VA's editors, giving them you know hundreds and hundreds of titles. We're, we're practicing, you know the the scripts. We're practicing videos, and we're all you know sharing referrals and what and all of our wins. It's in a cool environment. If you really want to take your business to the next level, scale, grow, possibly step out of production we're the agents who've done it in a very short amount of time and we give it all away. So that's what we do with our eXp partnership. There's my email. It's on the screen, Jackson at realagentnow.com. Just shoot me an email. Hey, at least you'll know. Maybe it's not a fit for you, but at least you'll know after that we can you know, chat about the partnership. Then you'll get my courses for free, training for free, scaling, growing, all that stuff. So stack me up with questions. I'll be here as long as you need, whatever you got. And if you are new here and you want to grow your youtube channel i've got hundreds of videos teaching it a thousand percent free so make sure you do subscribe if you want to grow your real estate youtube channel eric says when batch when batch recording and i have a brand new channel you suggest releasing one to two videos at a time or uploading a group of three to five videos i'm not sure if uploading a group would hurt your organic results so yeah you're taking what i said and kind of misconstruing it but it's a very good question so What I mean when you upload three to five videos or what I say usually is like eight to 10 videos is you're not releasing those videos all at once. What I wanna do with a new channel is get about 10, when I go to a city, I shoot 20 videos. I get them all edited, all uploaded, title, tag, description, so I'm uploading 20 videos and scheduling them out—that's the beautiful thing about YouTube—is you can schedule these videos. So, yes, I'm going to get maybe three to five videos done, and I'm going to upload those. But I will not release those because, yes, that's a huge waste of time. And now, you got to be consistent, right? That's my number one thing—is be consistent. So now you got to get a bunch of videos up the next few weeks. So the the hardest thing in the world to do, uh, both you know, just mentally and physically, is is getting these videos out and turning the camera on and so if you shoot one video edit it upload it to youtube you're like sweet i'm uploading and then all of a sudden you're like oh my gosh i gotta do another one and so you get all you just your mind effed and and uh your content seems to dip so if you can batch shoot get ahead a couple weeks it really helps with the clarity of your mind knowing that you don't have a video due soon so yeah whenever i start new channels i i get 20 videos done, edited, uploaded, title tag description. I release two videos a week. I'm good for 10 weeks, two and a half months. I'm good. And in that time, I can start batch shooting, you know, another 20 videos or whatever. So that's my recipe on, on batch shooting. Where I'm at right now, where I have hundreds of videos, you know, I'm just, I get it. I'll, I'll get like eight video titles. I'll shoot them all in one day, get them up to the editors, and then they're releasing them two a week for the month. So that's kind of what I do now. All right. So follow up. How important are tags in the video? Let's see. Oh, Eric says, follow up. How important are tags in the video? They're not important really at all. And I know some people are going to be like, you're so full of it. YouTube's all about tags. It's not. In fact, YouTube even came out and publicly stated that they would love to get rid of the tags. See, tags got so abused back in the day, five, 10 years ago, you could put all these random tags in your video and your video would rank for those tags and it had nothing to do it. So it was a poor viewer experience. So now... You know, tagging has become something that really they say about 2% of the reason your video gets select or or ranks is because of the tags. So do I still use them? Absolutely. Do I use all 500 characters? No, not really. I always take my title, I copy and paste it, put it in my description, put it as my first tag, and then I'm going to pick four, five, six tags. That are almost identical to my video that i want to rank for and that's really it i know at the end of the day if i have that title right and do my descriptions and then i just shoot a better video a good long video about that that's what's going to inevitably outrank my competitors is i'm going to have a video that just keeps people's attention longer right so there's a lot of videos in all the markets i'm in from my students that are the exact same title but I have an ability to shoot these videos longer, keep people's attention. So my average view durations are a lot higher. And that's why I'm outranking people and getting those videos suggested hundreds of thousands of times. So it's not because of the tags. All right. So same sort of the question is the Minnesota guy. I am some 50 miles north of the main regional driver, Denver. Should I still use Denver in the channel name? I don't know, Denver. So that one's kind of a tough one, because if you're literally not anywhere near the city, then and, and not up there and don't know anything about it, then you may have to focus on, you know, what it's like living outside of Denver, I still would use some Denver titles, you know, and you can use Denver differently, right? You don't have to do like the pros and cons of Denver, but you could do like the pros and cons of living outside of Denver, or top five areas to live outside of Denver, Colorado, right? And just open up the video and be like, hey, I'll be brutally honest. I don't choose to live in Denver, work in Denver. I love the, you know, the the suburbs or the areas around it. In fact, I like my own space, my property. So if that's what you want, that's what we're talking about today. But I can tell you right now, I mean, I don't know any, any of these areas besides Boulder, you know, outside of Denver. It's just that's the way you have to think in the mindset. You know, people always ask me, Jackson, what about these counties? Like these counties get searched so much. And I'm like, by who? by locals trying to find the local, you know, county tax office, but no name a county in in North Idaho, right? It's Kootenai, right? Name name these counties here in, in Houston, Texas. Nobody knows that stuff. So at the end of the day, you have to think so broadly of like, if I'm moving to Denver and the last thing I want to do is live downtown Denver, I want my own space, my own acreage, I'm going to search something like where's the best spot to live with acreage around Denver or best areas to live with property near Denver. You know, that's probably what I'm going to focus on. All right. So with your partners in Denver, speaking of Denver, uh, Eli and will who are crushing it. Yes, they are crushing it. They partnered with us, man, those boys blew up. They say in their videos that they are the guys who answer the phone. Is that true or do they have any agents answer for them like you do? So, Right now, they're kind of in a scaling phase of obviously they're getting out of production. But Eli still handles a lot of the reach outs and, and the phone calls and stuff. But they're having agents close all the deals and do all the hard work for them. So I do believe as of right now, Eli is still, you know, kind of managing all the calls and everything, but closing the deals in business, they're not. So, you know, you can do that either way. We choose not to. I don't even because, you know, they have systems and they're killing it and they have a team you know a lot of times we're not working with a team we're just working with agents who close so i want that agent to have the first phone call because they're going to have all the information they're going to have their systems and processes if i answer it and then try and relay all that information to somebody that's when everything um, gets dropped especially early on when i started this that's why we went to the system of a zoom call before zoom was cool uh, before covid and, and getting all that information out so you can kind of do it one or either way we choose to just have that agent or that team lead answer the the phone calls. Do you recommend having to-do lists in the descriptions for videos? This way, the leads funnel directly into my website or CRM. Now, to be honest, there's not a lot of people going to your descriptions. They are, you know, if they go there, it's usually because they want to get the number to call you, but the number is also on the screen. And again, that's real at her mind. This is different. This is, you know, influencer style real estate we are having people call and beg to work with us thinking we're celebrities because of video. So the realtor thinks, Oh my God, I have to have these people in my CRM and squeeze pages and landing pages. Cause that's all we know. We have to convert, convert, convert. It's changed. So I don't want any of that stuff in there. I just, you know, they'll naturally come to your website and schedule calls. We get that too. We have hundreds of blogs on our living in Portland, Oregon website and they, they read the blogs or they, they click on there somehow and they just schedule calls on there as well. But Uh, For the main part of it, in our descriptions, it's call, text, here's the number, email us, here's the email, and that's it. So that's what we're focused on. Living in Toronto says, what sequence do you suggest when coming up with a video concept? Title, thumbnail, keywords, where do you begin? Thanks. So this is kind of tough for me to answer because now I've done thousands of videos. I started 13 YouTube channels across the country. I know exactly what videos I'm going to shoot, and I'm not going to waste my time with anything else. But if I were to take myself back and, and really put myself into your guys' shoes, I'm figuring out the video title. That's the whole principle behind this. As I started YouTube, I was getting told by all these marketing gurus and all these top realtors that you need to do listing videos and inspection videos and escrow videos. None of that stuff gets searched. Have you ever in a million years gone and searched you know, an actual address in YouTube? No, it doesn't happen. So that's the whole code that you know was cracked was like, what are people actually searching when moving to Portland, Oregon? Like best areas to live, pros and cons. How much does it cost to live there? So it all starts with the keyword research. You have to understand what the title is because that's called content marketing. See, all these real estate agents just do a bunch of random marketing, just talking about themselves. Hi, look at me in my open house and me and my listing and me and me and me and me. That didn't answer any consumer's question. And that's why you don't get business from it. And that's why you get burnt out on video. But when you answer the consumer's question, which is what they type into a search engine, that is when your videos hit them. That's when you catch them right in the feelers. And that's why they reach out to you and know you like you, trust you. So you've always got to start with that keyword research and figure out the title that you're gonna shoot so that you can open that video and hook them, right? The hook is super important to them staying on. And once you do that, um, then it's shooting the video. Then at the end of it, I'm going to upload it. I'm going to do all my descriptions tagging, uh, you know, uh, SEO and my thumbnail then. So it's really, you need to sit down and just figure out 20 video titles. Just use TubeBuddy. I have on this, this YouTube channel. If you go to my home screen down on the bottom, TubeBuddy tutorials, I teach you exactly how to do that um and in our exp partners i already did the hard work for them i got 56 video titles that i'm just sending to our exp partners to shoot these they work um, so that's what i would do if i were you i would start doing keyword research find 20 video titles and then start shooting the videos i went to your living in portland channel sorted by most popular would you suggest using your top 20 to 50 video titles changing it to my city and copy the video tags of course change it to my city there's your answer i mean that's about as easy as it gets sometimes it can be mistaken of like, oh, that's his most popular video. I got to do that. You know, s- some videos perform better than others, but yeah, like there's no recreating the wheel. And I've shot a lot of videos on this channel of like the top five, top 10 videos that you must shoot. So I am an open book. You can look at all my channels and see which video titles they shoot. And yeah, there's your answer. See, I've done this so long in all these videos, and, you know, it. and again, the one thing I want to say on this though, is don't copy my verbiage. Don't copy me. Don't try and act like me on video. That's the biggest mistake I see with people when they do that. They watch my videos, they copy the title, and then they talk exactly like they'll even read. I've seen people read with their eyes going back and forth, reading my lines. And it's so not natural. And you'll never get business. And your videos never going to get any views. It's never going to rank. You've got to be very authentic. So when you use my video titles, that's fine. Obviously, they're out there for everybody. Just make sure you fill in the video with who you are, your own story. So, and the tagging again, don't worry about it. Just pay Tubebuddy, and they populate the the most tags because there's a lot of tags in there that may not you know work for Minneapolis or whatever city that you're in. So, you know, Tubebuddy will help you with that. Would you suggest using the same thumbnail with different text so it's easier to A/B split test? It's not easier to to split the the Tubebuddy split tests it for you. So. When I was split testing all my thumbnails, yeah, it it boiled down to facial expressions, colors in the background. I'd tweak one word. I'd put a question mark. I'd put an exclamation point, whatever it was. That's what I was tweaking to try and get those best ones. But I don't even do that anymore. I just pay a Fiverr guy because all the work that I put in on thumbnails, these guys on Fiverr just kick my ass. So um, that's what I do. But when it comes to split testing, yeah, it's usually just like facial expressions, you know, the, the words that are in the thumbnail, that stuff. What have you learned about thumbnails and outsourcing that I have a hard time giving that part away. I had a hard time giving everything away, but what I realized they're all way better than I am. And whenever you're, if you're someone who says I can't give that away, that means you're spending way too much time doing it. I can guarantee you overanalyze every thumbnail you spent. I remember spending like an hour and a half on a thumbnail. That's like five more videos I could have shot, right? That takes me away from the video content. I love giving, you know, once I, I found a, f- a Fiverr guy and he sent me a couple of them, I'm like, oh my God. I have I have literally done, nobody's done more thumbnails than I have. I have made thousands of them on PicMonkey. I've taught it a million times. And here's this guy. He comes in and just crushes my thumbnails. And I just had him do every single video. I paid him like a couple thousand bucks, I think, because I had, you know, 13 channels and, and thousands of videos. And I just said, do them all. And he did them and they're amazing. So I, I recommend it you you sound like me back in the day where I thought only my stuff worked, but, um, you know, you can delegate that stuff out and, and you'll be very surprised. So what do you like best for video editing? I love using editors. Um, I would highly recommend VAs. If you don't know how to edit, it's going to really take up a lot of your time, but at the same time, um, it's going to teach you, you know, how, how to do it, how to get committed, what works, what doesn't for me. Um, I used, I'm, if you're on, if you're on Mac, iMovie is incredible. It's the best video editing platform. You can go on this channel and and just search on my channel. You know, iMovie tip tips and tutorials. It's exactly how I do my YouTube vlogs. Ever, I mean, I teach it to the T. All the special effects, everything. So iMovie, I think, is amazing. But if you know what I have, and if I were to buy anything, it works for PC and for Mac. Is Final Cut Pro. Final Cut Pro is the best. Uh, It's exactly like iMovie, but you get a lot more um bells and whistles with it and then you know adobe premiere pro and all that that's for the professionals don't even think about buying it i spent hundreds of dollars to get it and i spent hundreds of dollars to get it off my computer way too difficult so that's my experience but i would you know if if you have the funds for it i would try and find you know a va company or somebody who can edit these videos so it doesn't hold you back from you getting your content out there all right guys that wrapped up all of the questions for today unless you got anything else for me again Uh, You know, we are partnering with agents all around the world. We're helping them scale, grow their business, um, get all of our shortcuts, our courses, everything, a thousand percent free plus live coaching with me. If you're interested in just learning more, maybe it's not a fit for you. Just shoot me an email. There's my email on the screen, Jackson at RealAgentNow.com to learn more about that partnership. Uh, This whole channel, I've traveled the country, 13 YouTube channels. We did over 200 home sales this year. It's all from YouTube. I created this stuff. I love helping people do it. I've got hundreds of videos for free. So make sure you subscribe if you want to grow your real estate YouTube channel. And without any other questions coming up, I appreciate all you homies coming in today. And until the next video, we will catch you later.
0: you wanting to dominate on youtube and scale your business like a boss oh yeah check out our pro course in the show notes below or learn how to partner with us at exp realty to get exclusive access to all boot camps and courses plus check out hundreds of free videos on how to dominate youtube for real estate just search channel junkies on youtube channel junkies on youtube into the next podcast peace homies it's brewski time